Welcome back to the California Work Comp Report. Future care is an essential part of workers' compensation because many workers' compensation claims require medical care after the patient has reached MMI. But like anything else in workers' compensation, it can be a challenging thing to navigate. In this episode, Dr. John Alchemy gives some pointers on how to handle future care. Let's hear what Dr. Alchemy has to say. Hi everyone, Dr. John Alchemy with RateFast. Today I'm here and I want to discuss the concept of future medical care and impairment rating. Um, as we know that in California workers' compensation, an individual gets hurt, they receive their treatment, and then they arrive at a uh, medical condition known as maximal medical improvement. And once an injured worker reaches maximal medical improvement or MMI, an impairment report has to be delivered within 20 days of making that determination. And part of that impairment report is called the future care. Uh, future care is something that the doctor needs to uh, create or opine upon um, at the conclusion of the report that basically shares or tells the different stakeholders what is going to be needed in the future to maintain recovery um, and control symptoms for the injured worker. And this um, future care is an essential uh, part and it's required. Um, if you turn in an impairment report and it doesn't have future care, you will likely get a letter saying, please um, outline or create the future care for the claim. Now, the, the way that future care is written uh, varies um, between doctors and between doctors of varying experience in workers' compensation. Um, at RateFast, um, we've reviewed thousands of cases, and I see future care anywhere from future care is required, yes, to uh, specific things like um, uh, future care, this injured worker is going to require uh, 12 visits of physical therapy per year, or if it's a psych case, they're going to need uh, 20 visits of cognitive behavioral therapy and counseling per year. Um, if I've, I've seen it as much as, um, this patient will, will require three prescriptions of ibuprofen per month or, you know, something like this, um, six months, uh, some, some value. And, um, they can be either very vague or very, very specific. And, and the way that the future care is written can affect how that future care is viewed, um, in the future. So for instance, um, I've seen cases uh, in the practice, we obviously um, take cases in uh, in transfer. So maybe you had your shoulder injury back in 2006, transferring into our practice. Um, the permanent stationary report that the insurance company sends in says, uh, Mr. Smith has future care. Um, and you look at the uh, future care and it says, uh, Mr. Smith uh, could have 12 visits of physical therapy a year, um, or he needs um, uh, a visit with an orthopedist if he needs to be evaluated for surgery, fine. But maybe that's all that it says. And part of the problem we get into is that if the future care is not written clearly, I'm going to see Mr. Smith and like, let's say Mr. Smith um, needs a cortisone injection in his shoulder because it's not feeling very well and he's got some bursitis and maybe overdid it a month or two ago doing whatever. But um, some insurance companies will say, well, this only said physical therapy and an orthopedic consult. 
didn't say anything about an injection, denied. Not part of the future care. Now, we all know that the future care is going to include all reasonable treatment. And just because you're in future care doesn't mean that it's magically granted. It still has to go through things like utilization review and all of the uh, approvals and authorizations. But again, this section on future care was not well written. And now, um, like let's say the permanent and stationary report was done 10 years ago. And because the report was written poorly 10 years ago, now, 10 years later, we're having problems getting treatment for the patient because the insurance company is being overly concrete about what was said and uh, is, is not really uh, willing to entertain any other treatment options. And what's that patient going to do? They're going to call up their attorney and litigation is going to take place. And we're going to get another case in front of the judge because a report wasn't written well and people are having disagreement over the quality of the impairment report and the intent of what the future care was supposed to be. So that's a little bit of an exaggerated example, but it certainly does happen. Um, and I've come across it multiple times in the practice, uh, dealing with injured workers and taking things, um, uh, taking things uh, into uh, transfer. Um, and just as a side note, if you're a doctor watching this, when you're going to be taking a case into transfer, it's very important that you ask the insurance company to be very clear about what the body parts are that are accepted and what the future care is for each of those body parts. Um, some adjusters are a little more reasonable and flexible. Um, other adjusters, uh, for some reason, want to think that they have to toe the line. And if it wasn't written down, they don't have to authorize it, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but these problems uh, do come up. Now, what does future care mean for patients and carriers? Future care, um, it's really nothing more than outlining resources, the resources that are going to be required and, and what is going to be necessary for the injured worker to be taken care of going forward because these future care awards are lifelong. There's long as the injured worker has the symptoms from the injury um, and as long as they choose to keep the claim um, with the liability with the insurance company. So it's a big deal and it can add up to a lot of money. Um, particularly what's included in the future care. So, so it, has to, it has to be written in a way that is inclusive, but not overly burdensome. If you, if you write your future care in a way that is overly detailed, it's just inviting um, misinterpretation, I think. These are my opinions of the future care. For instance, um, I gave an example. Someone said uh, one prescription of you know, ibuprofen a month. Um, well, they mentioned ibuprofen. They didn't mention a muscle relaxant or they didn't mention a nerve stabilizer. And that can be uh, misinterpreted that, well, future care only includes an anti-inflammatory and nothing else. Now, is that realistic? No, it's, it's not at all. But these are, again, some of the problems that we get into when the future care is not well written. Now, when the reason I bring this up is because at RateFast, we're all about accelerating case settlement in a fair and an accurate way that all the stakeholders can understand and move forward with the settlement. And if you do not have the future care correctly written and documented, it's going to cause problems either at the time of the impairment rating settlement or at some point in the future. So just because um, someone writes down that um, 
you know, the future care should include physical therapy and medications. Um, later down that road, that person might need injections. They might need surgery. They might, you know, have some major things that go on or accelerate from their workers' compensation injuries that demand treatment beyond those things. And, and so the value uh, in the way that the future care is written helps the insurance company set its reserves for taking care of that person. Let's contrast that to someone who is in a motor vehicle accident and uh, is a paraplegic. That person's future care is going to include hospital beds, um, ceiling lifts, uh, shower chairs, uh, maybe 24 hours a day care attendants, um, wound care because they're getting um, uh, bed sores from being in bed all day, you know, and this um, cost of the future care is enormous, you know, compared to someone that maybe hurt their back and went back to work. Um, so, so the future care really plays a very large role. Where else does future care play an important role? Well, the, the cases can be settled one of two ways in California. One is that you take your permanent disability for your injury and you keep your future care and the insurance company remains liable for that. Or the insurance company can give you a settlement called compromise and release. And in compromise and release, you're getting more payment than you typically would for just the permanent disability from your injury. But in return, the insurance company is releasing themselves from any liability in the future of needing to provide the care for that injury. And you have to be very careful because again, the insurance company or the settlement around CCNR or the compromise and release is going to depend on how complete the impairment um, report has for its future care. So if it talks about medications, physical therapy, diagnostic tests, specialty consultants, possible surgeries, recoveries from surgeries. Maybe they're going to say something like, we'll need to be in a, a, a post-acute recovery center for a week. You know, all of that actually is very helpful because when people are trying to settle this case, or maybe it has to go to a mediation for settlement, um, if the doctor has not done a complete job on future care, the two parties are not going to have a good basis to start the discussions. And someone's going to be thinking, well, the doctor didn't put down much future care on your compromise and release. I'm going to give you $6,000. And the uh, applicant is maybe thinking, well, I know I'm going to have, you know, two surgeries. The doctor said I would, you know, um, I might, you know, lose sensation in my foot. Um, I'm going to uh, need to be in the hospital for three days for this recovery because of my diabetes, you know, all of these things. And the applicants think, and this is more like 150,000. And the point being is that's a big gap, you know, for starting a mediation, 150,000 or 6,000. But this is part of the trouble you get into when the future care is not written uh, completely. And just remember that this future care is very important when I talk to injured workers who are having an impairment report because the injured worker's number one concern is whether or not they're going to be taken care of after they agree to a settlement. And I have many patients who um, have been talking to the insurance companies and the insurance companies have offered them $5,000 for their low back that's already had one surgery. And the, the patient's saying, you know, there's no way I'm ever going to settle this. On the other hand, 
um, you know, injured workers sometimes get in with these insurance companies or situations where the insurance company doesn't even respond anymore to future care requests. And then you're looking at, again, going in front of the judge, a bunch of litigation, um, dredging up all this stuff because the insurance company simply isn't even uh, responding to the requests for future care. And so then the injured worker's like, well, maybe I do want to compromise and release, but if it's only going to be X number of dollars, and I know that's not even going to cover my costs, I'm never going to do it. And so that case will languish somewhere between getting some minimal treatment once in a while to nothing, but it has no chance of ever having a compromise and release because the future care was never outlined very completely and a value can't be agreed upon between the stakeholders. So today, again, what I wanted to talk about was future care and impairment reports, what it is, why it's important, and if it's complete, it's extremely useful for settlement purposes and outlining the scope of care for an injured worker as they receive care post-maximal medical improvement. Thanks for joining me. We'll look forward to talking to you next time. Again, Dr. John Alchemy with RateFast. Thanks for listening. For more about future care, visit our blog at blog.rate-fast.com. And if you'd like to try RateFast Express Workers' Compensation Impairment Report Writing Service, visit us at rate-fast.com. And if you have any questions or comments about our show, email us at caworkcompreport at rate-fast.com.